Welcome to Global River Church Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoyed today's message. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit globalriver.org. Let us pray. Holy Spirit, it's time. I yield myself completely to you. None of me, but all of you. Move as you want to move. Say what you want to say. How you want to say it. With the measure you want to say it. Have your way. And touch every life. Those that are in the room, those that are watching from home, and anyone that will ever listen to this message, let them receive the message that you have for us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. Jesus is alive. That should make us jump and jump and jump and jump every moment of every day. No matter what is going on. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Jesus is alive. Glory. I'm going to be speaking on a topic, manifestations of the Holy Spirit. Manifestations of the Holy Spirit. So I want you to be ready to move with me quickly. If you open your Bible to John chapter 16. John chapter 16. Let's start with that. We're going to start from verse 5. Glory to God. Because of time, I'm going to just go. You have the material so you can study with it later. But now I go away to him who sent me. And none of you ask me, where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. I'm reading from the New King James. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper, the paraclete, will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. And when he has come, I will convict the, he will convict the world rather of sin and of righteousness and judgment. Of sin because they do not believe in me. Of righteousness because I go to my father and you see me no more. Of judgment because the ruler of this world is judged. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. However, somebody say, however. When he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you or lead you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will tell you things to come. Where is the Holy Spirit hearing stuff from? Is hearing stuff in the council of divinity. God the Father, God the Son. They are having a conversation about you. They are having a conversation about America. They are having a conversation about that health problem. They are having a conversation about that family problem. And the Holy Ghost, being part of the divinity, he hears that conversation, and then he imparts that knowledge to you. Glory to God. And all the things that, all things that the Father has, they are mine. This is Jesus. And therefore, I say that it will take of what is mine and declare it to you. The dance of divinity is always exciting to me. This, the dance of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Jesus will be talking about the Father, and then he'll be talking about the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit will be talking about Jesus. It's amazing. 
the kind of love that the three of them share between themselves. And that's the kind of love that he wants the church to have, one with another. Amen? Glory to God. Because of time, let's go to 1 Corinthians 12. I'm excited this morning. Glory to God. 1 Corinthians 12. Beginning from verse 1. Now concerning spiritual gifts, plural, brethren or sistren, <laughs> I do not want you to be ignorant. Glory to God. We have to keep the church alive. Some people fall asleep. You can't sleep under my message. Glory to God. <laughs> now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. Paul was writing to the Corinthian church that the Holy Ghost doesn't want the church to be ignorant. By extension to Global River Church, by extension, the larger body of Christ. God does not want us to be ignorant concerning spiritual gifts. And then he went on, he said, you know that you are Gentiles carried away to these dumb idols. However, you are led there. Therefore, I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed or curses Jesus. And no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Ghost. There are diversities of gifts. Somebody say diversities. There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministries. Some people have ministries on the street. Some people have ministries on the pulpit. Some people have ministries behind the scene. There are differences of ministry, but it's still the same Lord. There are diversities of activities, but it's the same God who walks all in all. The same Holy Ghost in Benny Hinn is the same Holy Ghost in you. The same Holy Ghost in Bishop is the same Holy Ghost in you. The same Holy Spirit that walked with Jesus is the same Holy Spirit that's inside you right now. You didn't get a mini version of the Holy Ghost or 20% or 50%. It's the same Spirit. And the Bible says, if the spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, that same spirit will quicken or give life to your mortal body. The same Holy Ghost. The same Holy Ghost. And then it goes on in verse 7, but the manifestation or the way the Holy Ghost manifests himself or reveals himself or does his work or his ministry, the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one, somebody say each one, for the profit of all. Nobody is exempted. It's not just confined to the preachers. Oh, thank God for preaching anointing, a prophetic anointing, apostolic anointing. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to everyone for the profit of all. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. You may have a word that will bring revelation or bring deliverance to my life. So don't keep my blessing. Help me tell your neighbor, don't keep my blessing. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. You are part of the body of Christ, and Jesus walks through his body. Hallelujah. And you are part of the body. But the manifestation, I didn't know I was going to preach. I thought I was going to teach. Glory to God. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one, somebody say to one, is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit 
to another the word of knowledge through the same spirit to another faith this is not regular faith this is the gift of faith the gift of faith by the same spirit so that means the gift of faith can operate through you my sister that's what we just read glory to god God wants to raise our expectation to the reality of the work of the Holy Spirit in the church. To another, the gift of faith by the same spirit. To another, the gifts, plural, of healings by the same spirit. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy, prophetia. To another, discerning of spirit. To another, different kinds of tongues. And to another, the interpretation of tongues but one and the same spirit. Somebody say the same spirit. The same Holy Ghost, the same spirit, the same spirit that will operate through the ministry of Jesus, the same spirit that is alive in the church today, the same spirit, the same spirit. Not a quarter spirit, not 50% spirit, the same spirit. The same spirit. But the same spirit works all these things distributing. The Holy Ghost is a distributor. You didn't know that, right? Is a distributor. Distributing to everyone individually as he wills. He is the governor of the church. So as the message is going on, pay attention to the uh, revelation that will be coming to you because I prayed about this. Glory to God. And as we go through this, you are going to learn. And for those that already know, you are going to get to a higher level. Glory to God. The move of the Holy Ghost. First Thessalonians. First Thessalonians. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We got to read the word of God. The word of God is anointed. The word of God is anointed. Because the word of God is God. John chapter 1 verse 1. So the reading of the word of God produces faith. For Romans 10, 17 tells us, So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. When the word of God is proclaimed, when the word of God is taught, faith automatically is there. Glory to God. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16. Rejoice always. That's a message for somebody. Rejoice always. No matter what is going on, rejoice always. Always pray without ceasing, without stopping. In everything, in bracket, this is Bishop now, no matter the thing, no matter what is going on, in everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the spirit. Do not despise prophecies. Test all things and hold fast to that which is good. Pastor talks about this all the time. Eat the meat and spew out the bone. <laughs> Glory to God. Eat the meat, throw the bones away. I don't, some people like the bone too, so we are not going to judge. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> we are not going to judge. Let's just leave that one alone. <laughs> Hebrews 5. Glory to God. Hebrews 5. I love the bone too, by the way. I'm one of them people. The Bible says in verse 14, solid food 
belongs to those who are of full age. Some other transition said, New Living said, solid food is for those who are mature. Those who are mature. Who through training have the skill to recognize the difference between right and wrong. New King James said it this way, but solid food belongs to those who are full or full age or mature, that is, those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. They have trained their senses to discern good and evil. Glory to God. We are going somewhere this morning. When you think about the manifestation of the Holy Ghost, it's, it's a mystery in some churches. We know that there are some churches that speaking in tongues is of the devil, as far as they are concerned. So, Global River Church, we have moved into the realms of glory, into the realms of the Spirit. But I want to say to us, even where we had, there is more. There is more. I'm talking about as a body, but you as an individual, wherever you are, God is saying there is more. I want to take you to higher place. I want you to take you to a place you haven't known before. Glory to God. And you have to be willing to follow the breadcrumbs of the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. So many years ago, I was sharing this with some of, some of the men during our retreat last week. Many years ago, I was going through this terrible, terrible, nasty migraine headache. My head was banging like this. And I was bent on using my faith to get my healing. So I stood in faith, stood in stood my ground, and I was praying. And all of a sudden, again, pay attention. All of a sudden, I heard in my spirit the word carotene. Carotene. Now, when you get word of knowledge, it's a supernatural impartation of revelation that you didn't learn. It's not something you learn. It's something that the Holy Ghost, because the Holy Ghost knows everything. He just imparted that knowledge in me. It's a carotene. And I knew in my spirit, at the time, I wasn't grown. I wasn't mature to the level where I am now. And I'm still not going to be, I'm still going to grow further tomorrow. A year from now, I'm going to grow further. I'll keep growing until the day I expire. That's the work of a believer. If you think you've arrived, the enemy has cornered you. Amen? In any aspect of the work with God, if you think you've arrived, the enemy has cornered you. You keep growing, you keep learning, you keep expanding, you keep sitting with the Holy Ghost, going to the school of the Holy Spirit and let him teach you. you picture yourself like a little five-year-old sitting down with the teacher and they're showing you how to write in cursive, how to what A means, what B means, what C means, and then you begin to form sentences, and then you begin to form complex sentences, and then you're standing in front of United Nations. Glory to God. It starts from A, B, C. Glory to God. So I heard the word carotene, and I knew in my spirit that it's something in a food. And the Holy Ghost is giving me answer to the prayer to get rid of this headache. So at the time, I wanted to make sure. So I called my fiance, who's my wife now. I said, carotene, what food has carotene? He said, the best one is carrot. And I know many of you know that already. So the best one is carrot. You know what I did? I got in my car, and I drove to Target. I walked into the Target store because it's the closest one to me because my head was like almost about to explode. 
I went to the grocery aisle. I picked up a bag of carrots. I was walking to the counter, and I opened it, and I was chewing on it. I was chewing on it because I, this is me. This is, faith is acting on the word. Faith is acting on the word. Faith is acting on the word. Somebody say that. Faith is acting on the word. If you don't act on the word, you have what is called in earth or dead faith. Faith is there, but you are not acting on it. Until you act on what God tells you, that's when the power in that word will be unleashed. And then you see a miracle. So I was chewing on it. So by the time I got to the cashier, the cashier was like, are you going to pay for that? I said, that's where I'm here. So I pay for it. I'm telling you, by the time I got to my car, the headache has subsided to by almost 50%. By the time I got to my house, completely gone. So when you talk about the manifestation of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit wants to manifest in your life, in my life, in everyday life. It's not confined to church service. Thank God for what God is doing in church service. But what God wants to birth in Global River Church, in your heart, in my heart, is for us to be looking and be sensitive to the move and the leading of the Holy Ghost in everyday life. That was a revelation of word of knowledge that was imparted into my spirit. But I didn't know it at the time. I just knew I heard the word carotene. And that's not the word that I normally use in everyday life. And I followed it. I followed that breadcrumbs because I could have just said, what good would that do? Like Papa Egan would say, God will say something to you and it makes no sense. And then you say to yourself, what good would that do? What good would that do? Like God telling through the prophet to the servant, uh, go and make a cake for me first. For thus here the Lord, the cruise of oil will not dry. The barrel of meal will not grow dry until I send rain. What good would I do? You have to be willing to be foolish. You have to be willing to be unwise and follow the breadcrumbs of the Holy Ghost. And then you see him show up in your situation. So when you are praying to God about something, when you are praying to God about anything, pay attention to the prompting of the Holy Ghost inside of you. You know you didn't get a 10% Holy Spirit. The same spirit. Somebody say the same spirit. The same spirit that worked with Jesus. I began to study the life of Jesus in the last two weeks. The Lord led me to do that. And I was just reading the stories. And reading from day one to day two to the next, to the next, to the next. And I saw scattered all over scripture. I'm sure you guys already know this. I saw scattered all over scripture the move of the Holy Ghost in everyday conversation. The Bible will say over and over, and Jesus knew their thoughts. That was a word of knowledge. Because the Bible said he laid aside his mighty power and glory and came as a man. So he wasn't operating like as divinity. He was operating like you and I. In fact, Jesus was a prototype for what a son and a daughter of God should look like. Amen? And Jesus knew their thoughts. And Jesus perceived that was the move of the Holy Ghost. That same Holy Ghost lives inside of you. Look at your belly. Ah, for out of my belly shall flow rivers of living water. This speak ye of the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. The same Holy Ghost is inside of you. He wants to find expression. Let him come out. 
Tell your neighbor, let the Holy Ghost come out. Don't confine him to church. Don't confine him to church. Prophetic move of the Holy Ghost on the job. Supernatural move of the Holy Ghost. There was another experience that I had in, uh, at work. I think I've shared this before. I was in the hallway. I was going to one of my teams to go and have a conversation with them, check on something. And I met a guy that I knew was a pastor in Wilmington. So we were having a conversation, just joking around and joking around. And in that moment, a God moment happened. All of a sudden, I just felt the urge to begin to prophesy. I said, Lord, I'm at work. In the hallway, the busiest hallway in our building. But we are against the wall. So I, again, breadcrumbs. You yield. You yield. It will give you a gentle push. It might just be a word. It might just be a thought. It might just be a phrase. Follow that. Amen? And then you never know what's on the other hand. One thing that's good that you know is, he's a good God. He's a good daddy. That's why we read John 16. It will lead you into all truth. Everybody say that. It will lead you into all truth. It will lead you into what? All truth. So I began to prophesy to this man right there. And this is, this is a grown man. And he started crying. I said, please don't do that. People will think I'm doing something to you. Because people are walking and going and coming and going and coming. Right there at work. I keep saying, please, Holy Spirit, don't do that too often. But we have to be willing to let him use you. What, I want, what the Lord wants you to understand today is the move of the Holy Ghost, the manifestation of the Holy Ghost is for all. Look at your neighbor. You might have a word for me by the Holy Spirit. Come on, do it. Look at your neighbor. Look at your neighbor. They might have something that the Lord is giving them for me. You're a vessel. Are you born again? If you are born again, raise up your hand. If you are not born again, we are going to take care of that right now. <laughs> that one is very, very easy. You know, I'll just bring my brother to come and handle that business. We'll take care of that right now. If you are born again, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. I want you to picture that. That same spirit the same Holy Ghost that raised Jesus from the dead lives inside of you. You are a carrier of divinity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let that marinate inside you for a second. You are a carrier of God. And he wants to find expression through your life. In your family, in your finances, in your business, in, your in everyday life. In everyday life. That is the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says in John 16, verse 13 that we read, When he, the spirit of truth, shall come, it will guide you into all truth. The word of God is truth. But I also submit to you, the word of God does not contain all truth. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Before you stone me, let me show you. Glory to God. John chapter 16. Let's go back there. John chapter 16. The passage we just read. However, when he, the spirit, I'm reading from verse 13. 
the spirit of truth has come. He will guide you into all truth. He will not speak of his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak and he will tell you things to come. He will glorify me and take a word is mine and declare it to you. All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore, I said to you, he will make a word is mine and declare it to you. Now, verse 16. A little while and you will not see me. And again, a little while you will see me again because I go to the Father. Then some of his disciples said among themselves, what is this thing that he's saying? In a little while, you will not see me, and in a little while, you will see me, because I go to the Father. Therefore, he said to them, they said, therefore, what is this that he says? A little while, we do not know what you're saying. Now, Jesus knew, verse 19, that they desire, they desire to ask him, and he said to them, how did Jesus knew? By word of knowledge, by this gift that we are talking about. You're going to begin to see an increase of this gift manifesting through your life, through your day-to-day activity in the name of Jesus. Because the preaching of the word, the proclaiming of the word activates what's already there. Glory to God. It's the gift of the Holy Spirit. And the Bible said in 1 Corinthians 12 that we read that it manifests as he, the Holy Spirit, wills. Glory to God. Verse 19, now when Jesus knew that they desired to ask him, and he said to them, are you inquiring among yourselves what I, about what I said? A little while, and you will not see me. And again, a little while, you will see me. Let me jump down. Glory to God. Jump down to verse 23. And in that day, you will ask me nothing. Most assuredly, I say to you, Whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. So when you ask the Lord, when you ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, I'm praying about this particular matter. Lead me, guide me, and give me revelation of what I need to do. I'll give you some examples, and then I'll go into the note. So around Thanksgiving, we had a long holiday. So I have a process. I put my, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an industrial engineer, so everything has its place. If it goes out of place, I'm, <laughs> I go into a tailspin. <laughs> I don't like disorganization. Thank you. You're with me. So anyway, because of the long holiday, all my stuff is all over the place because we are cooking. My girls and I were cooking and having Mary and all that. So it was two days before Monday. And me, being a planner, I was like, okay, I need to get my stuff together. I was going to where my keys supposed to be. It's not there. Now, guess what Bishop did? I started looking. That's what y'all do sometimes. I started looking everywhere, retracing my steps. You know, that's what we normally do. And then after a few hours of doing that, I said, what is wrong with you? You have the Holy Ghost in you. And he knows all things. So I prayed the prayer of faith. Holy Spirit, you know exactly where this key is. So by faith, I believe that you lead me to it now in Jesus' name. I was upstairs in our bedroom, and then I started walking. I walked, I walked, I came downstairs, and I don't know where I was going. Again, sometimes the Lord is leading you, and you don't even know it. You don't even know it. We think that when the Lord is leading us, you have a present knowledge that is leading me. So I, I walked through the living room, through the dining room, and I walked to where the pantry is, and I have the red apron, 
uh, that I use for cooking. And I put my hand in the pocket, and there was the key. In 30 seconds. 30 seconds. So you have to have a present mind. Whatever is going on, before you start freaking out and going the normal route that everybody does, just say, Holy Spirit, you know where it is. You know where it is. Why am I sweating? <laughs> Lead me to it. These are some examples in my own private life to show us that he wants to lead us. He wants to guide us into all truth. That's what I said earlier. That truth of where the key is is not in the Bible. Every one of you here in this room right now, the Holy Ghost led you to this church. Can you show me a verse <laughs> in the Bible where that is written? That's what I meant by the Bible is the foundation of all truths by which all truths are measured. Don't misunderstand me. But all truth is not here. Because Jesus said, when I go, I will send the Holy Ghost. Because I want to send, I want to say a lot of things to you right now, but you can't receive it. I'll be it, King James, when he, the spirit of truth shall come. That I will send for my father. He will guide you into all truth. All truth about ministry. All truth about your health. Come on, church. You know, you go to the doctor and the doctor scan your body. And thank God for doctors because God anoints doctors. God is, the, because think about it. If it was up to the devil, we won't have doctors, we won't have lawyers, we, won't, we, we will be in trouble. You get a headache, just die. That's, all, that's the devil. Headache, die. Toe ache, die. That's the devil. But the Lord, because he loves us. In fact, when you study healing and the way the Holy Ghost moves in manifesting healing in his body, is so diverse, just like we read. There are diversities of manifestation. There are diversities of operation. So don't pigeonhole and put the Holy Ghost in a box. He doesn't live in a box. Uh, let, me talk to, let me tell the folks over here. He does not live in a box. Uh, let him come out. For out of your belly shall flow rivers of living waters. I'm speaking about the third person of the Godhead, the mighty Holy Spirit. He's co-equal with the Father, co-equal with the Son. He is God. He's not a feeling. He's a person. The person of the Holy Spirit. He lives inside of you. You are dangerous, my brother. You are dangerous, my sister. When devils see you, they should be shaking in their boots. Ah, because God lives inside, Bishop. Hallelujah. How you getting blessed this morning? He wants to move. He wants to move. I see the Holy Ghost leading me, even with dealing with my daughters. I'm a guy. I don't do feelings and all that. <laughs> but the Holy Spirit helps me. I'm telling you, many times I'm about to take some steps and the Lord said, no, don't do that. Do this and do this. Recently, about two weeks ago, my youngest daughter, she did something and I, it's something that requires spanking. You know, we spank in our house. I, I'm, not, I'm not afraid to say that on camera. <laughs> the Bible says, spare the rod, spoil the child. That's part of the problem we see in America today. Let me step out of that rabbit hole. Glory to God. Let's get back to the Holy Ghost. So I was about to spank her. I went, went into my office. I got something. 
in the past, I let my emotions run me. Amen? Who's with me? But I've learned, the Lord is beginning to train me to be present. Again, present. Lord, what are you saying? I just had that nudge in my spirit. I had that check. No, don't do that. Tell her I love her and don't do that again. Amen? I went and hugged her and I said, the Lord says I should say to you, he loves you and don't do that again. If it was up to daddy, you'd get a whooping. Amen? Let the Holy Ghost lead you in dealing with your spouse, in dealing with your family, in dealing with that difficult, naughty situation before you fly off the handle. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking to some people here. Before you fly off the handle, say, Holy Spirit, help me with this. And let him do that work. Give him time. Amen? Let him speak to you. Don't jump at the decision and just do what you normally do. Let him direct you. Because he says he will lead you and guide you into all truth. I was listening to a message last night. I didn't even know it was going to be part of the message. Jesse Duplantis. How many of you know Jesse Duplantis? He said... Uh, a few months before the message, the Holy Spirit said, go to the hospital and get checked out. He said, okay, I don't feel bad. I feel good. So he went and was checked out. The doctor said, there's nothing wrong. Everything in your body is perfect, blah, blah, blah. Jesse Duplantis said, no. The Holy Ghost said, there's something wrong. Look again. They've done every test possible. And then they said, okay, there's this one test that we, we don't do very often. Let's do that. And then they did the test, and they found exactly what was wrong. And this is something that has been there from birth. All of his life, nobody knew, none of the doctors knew, because it's not in his medical record, but the Holy Ghost knows. And they were able to fix it, and it's in tip-top shape again. Glory to God. So it will prevent catastrophe before they happen. The Holy Ghost knows your physical spiritual and mental anatomy right now he knows what's wrong it knows what's right and if you will lean on him and say holy spirit lead me guide me today amen it's not confined to church glory to god it's not confined to church there are many many stories that i can tell you i remember many years ago i'll be listening to papa Egin. i i reading his books and reading about all these amazing testimonies that he talks about. And I prayed. I said, Holy Spirit, I love this, but I want my own stories. I want my own walk with you, my own encounters, my own. Now I've got some. Glory to God. It's growing by the day. It's growing by the day. It's growing by the day. Everyone that you see being used mightily from, by God, they started somewhere. So don't despise the days of small beginnings. Open your heart and say, Lord, you are in me. Carry that awareness everywhere you go. You know what that would do? It will even help you with sin. Think about it. If you are present in mind that the Holy Ghost is in you, you are not going to have adultery. Because you know you are carrying Holy Ghost into a... If you are... The reason we do it is we shut off what he's saying. You know, like I, I was telling the, the men, the Holy Spirit always warns, warns us of impending calamity, impending 
in your health, in your career, what's going to happen with the church. The Holy Ghost knows. But we have to be willing to follow the little breadcrumbs that he will give us. And then you follow, as you take that step, that's a step of faith. Because carotene doesn't mean anything to me at that moment, but now I know. And then you take that step. But I knew that I was supposed to go and get that carrot. What good would that do? The normal thing to do is to go and get a strong ibuprofen, Advil, and there's nothing wrong with that. But God wants you to grow to a point that you don't need ibuprofen anymore. God is the one that made ibuprofen. But he wants you to grow to the point that you don't need it anymore. That he can use you as a vessel to minister to others. So don't, feel, don't condemn yourself. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the spirit. For the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set me free from the law of sin and death. So there is no condemnation there. But God wants you to grow to a place where you can hear God and you know this is the Holy Ghost. Even people that are very, very matured in the things of the spirit, they still second guess themselves a lot. Is that me or is that the Holy Spirit? Is that me or is that the Holy Spirit? And that's okay. You test it out. That's why the Bible says those who by reason of use have their senses matured, exercised to know good and evil. One thing you know is the Holy Spirit will never lead, lead you into evil. He leads you into truth. Truth that will bring you what the Father has for you. Truth that will bring you that miracle, that salvation, that deliverance. Glory to God. Hallelujah. How many of you have been getting blessed so far? The Holy Spirit manifestation, like I said earlier, many denominations still consider tongues and everything related to the Holy Spirit of the devil. So when I do teach, my note is different from you guys' note. <laughs> Glory to God. Because I have some extra juices in there that I want to speak on. So there's this man that I got to know many years ago. His name is uh, Sidroth. How many of you know Sidroth? There's another guy. His name is Sadhu Sunda Silveraj. You know him. There are a few people that will know the guy. If you see him the first time, you first of all want to change the channel. Because, am I right? Because of the way he dresses, because of his beard, he looks like Jesus back in Jesus' days. And I found out after many, many sessions of listening to him and I got his books, that the reason he's doing that is because the Lord told him to do that. What I'm trying to bring out of that is my first reaction was, no, this is not of God. But then I had this check in here. The same Holy Ghost that lives in me, that lives in him said, no, this is, this, is, this is my man. So I started listening to him. And the more I listened to him, I said, man, this guy has word. Not just word, he has experiences with the Holy Ghost. And I've been so blessed by him to the point that my family, we went for uh, a conference that he had in uh, Moravia Falls when we first got to Wilmington. We went up there. I was in the service. I was blessed by it. So my point is, when I first encountered Sidroth and this man, my first reaction was, back up. But there was this man inside me. <laughs> There's this man inside me that said, no, he's in the family. He's in the family. So if you, want, if you want to know whether somebody is good or not, 
Why don't you ask him? This is for the ladies. The guy is, you know, approaching you and he's like, what's up? Glory to God. How about you and I, you know, become one? And there's a, there's a, there's a light going on inside you. Danger, danger, danger. That's the Holy Ghost. Amen. But if you are not careful, you let your hormones, but I love him. Bishop, but I love him. If you follow that, you is on your own. Excuse my French. <laughs> Excuse my English. If you follow that, you'll be on your own. So the Holy Ghost is trying to prevent hurt, heartache from you. Because he sees down the road what's going to happen. Follow him. Many of the troubles we have as believers is because of inability to listen or when we do hear, to follow. Amen? That's tough to hear, but that's the truth. For example, I'm, I'm trying to give, you, give us some corollary on this. Um, I don't know if I'll be able to get to it, but let's keep going. The Bible teaches tithing. Uh, the moment I said that, some people were kind of perked up like, okay, Bishop, we like you up till now. <laughs> don't say that. But it's in the word. You know, Bana is a, is a company that does uh, statistical analysis and research specifically on the church. They do analysis on different things. If you go and look it up, B-A-R-N-A, Bana Group. They did a study of people that give in church. Pentecostals or Pentecostals. <laughs> Glory to God. Pentecostal, charismatic. The percentage is abysmal. A small people, a small group of people in the church carry the weight of the church. Meanwhile, the church is believing God for finances. You are saying, Lord, help me with my finances, but you won't give. Give and it will come back to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaking together, running over. I'm speaking about the Holy Ghost. Pastor didn't send me. If you want God to partner with your money, you have to partner with God. There's no hands, zips, and butt about it. This is not just a question about global river. It's not global. If God can get in your pocket, he's got your heart. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be. I'm speaking by the Holy Ghost. I'm preaching better than you guys are shouting. Glory to God. If God can get your pocket, he's got your heart. If you can't give God 10% of $1,000, you think he's going to trust you with a million dollars. That's a fat dream. God is a God of order. Glory to God. Now let's look at Peter and Paul's walk with God. Glory to God. We think the moment we got saved, we knew everything there is to know, but we don't. We grow. The Lord grooms us and grows us. We must be willing to continually learn, unlearn, and relearn. Learn, 
unlearn, meaning there are some things that you've learned in the past that were not correct. Give the Holy Spirit permission to delete them. But if you are going to hold on to it, there's nothing you can do. It's a gentle spirit. You say, Bishop, that's not right. That's not correct. Let me delete that. No, but I love it. But I love it. And then it will leave you. And then you will come back again. You say, no, that's not right. That's holding you back from that next miracle and that next level that I have for you. Let me delete that. And then when you yield to him, he deletes it. Then you, a new vista open to you. Glory to God. When you think about Peter and Paul specifically on, in their own journey, in Matthew 16, 21 to 22, from that time, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and the chief priests and the scribes and be killed and be raised the third day. We know the story. Then Peter took him aside. I want you to picture this. Brother James, can you come? Peter took him aside. Can you stand for a second? And began to rebuke him. Far be it from you, Lord, that you should, you shall, this shall not happen to you. And he, he turned to Peter. He said, get behind me, Satan. So I'm the Lord. You are Peter. And then you, you, we are having a conversation. I'm, I'm doing a message. And then you call the Lord aside. And then you are rebuking me. Say, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. Can you imagine? How many times, thank you. How many times the Lord is speaking to you and you are correcting the Lord? You are saying, not so, Lord. Let me explain how things work in Wilmington. <laughs> in case you don't know, Lord, this is how the policies are written. This is how you go about it. This is how this should work. And the Lord is like, look at this boy. Look at this boy trying to teach me. Trying to teach me. We have to be humble. The Holy Ghost knows more than you do. At least a little bit more than you do. Is that, is that accurate? No. He knows everything. So when the Lord is speaking, you say, yes, sir. The Lord says, jump. You say, how high? Amen. Glory to God. You want to see the miraculous. You want to see God move. You have to partner with the Holy Spirit. Oh, I'm, I'm prompted to share another story. There was a man or a lady that called into a very, very popular ministry. It looks like the Lord wants me to do it this way today, so I'm going to do it. Called to a very, very popular ministry and said, I don't understand. I'm a partner with this ministry. I give my tithe in my church. I'm a good Christian. I love God. I spend time with God. This morning, I even read my Bible. I read my Bible every day. And the guy on the other side said, okay, thank you for sharing, but what can I do to help you? It's a ministry. They take calls and they pray with people. I said, well, today I, I got up and then I went to a, a, a part of town because I had some business there. And then somebody mugged me and they took my purse and they took this and they took that. And then, and then I don't know. I don't understand. I'm a child of God. The Holy Spirit lives inside of me. And then she went on and on and on and on. And while she was talking, the guy on the other side, who is Keith Moore, many of you might know Keith Moore, while he was walking for Kenneth Hagin. Keith Moore was praying. I said, Lord, I don't know how to help her. <laughs> if you don't help me, I don't know what to say. I'll just say, let's say a prayer. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Maybe that will make you feel better. But while she was talking, the Holy Ghost, somebody say Holy Ghost. 
the Holy Ghost began to impart revelation into his heart. He said, ask her, when you were praying this morning, did you get a check in your spirit not to go to that part of town? She said, yeah, but I quote Psalm 91. You can't hear but the Holy Ghost. Yeah, but I quote Psalm 91. Yeah, it's the author of Psalm 91, but it's also the spirit of truth. The answer to Psalm 91 was don't go out for that particular day, for that particular person. And there were other things that the Lord said to her, trying to restrain her from going, but she ignored it. Breadcrumbs. Somebody say breadcrumbs. Pay attention to the breadcrumbs of the Holy Ghost. The promptings in your heart. The Lord is speaking, but you are ignoring it. It may save your life, literally. It may save the life of a loved one, literally. This is very, very important. This is the ministry of the Holy Spirit in his church. You have to cooperate with him in order for him to perform his work in your life, in that moment, in that situation. Amen? Amen. You can't say you quote Psalm 91, the Lord says, stay at home, and you don't. Like this morning, we were getting ready to come. There was a delay in front of our house. A man was walking his dog and was looking at his phone, so I had to stop. So I was delayed, and then there was another delay. So I said to the girls, I said, maybe the Lord is saying that I should slow down and not go right now. Maybe the Lord is trying to avoid an accident. So I turned around. I came back to the front of the house, parked. I went in for a few minutes, just chill. And then I got back up and came in. Who knows what was avoided? You know, accidents happen like that in a split second. Maybe if I had left at the time that I did, I would have been in some type of accidents. Glory to God. I mean, think about all the accidents that happen on the road. If the person had just been two minutes late, they won't be in that point where the collision occurred. But I want you to know that the Holy Ghost always does its part. The Holy Ghost always does its part. It's us believers that we are either dull of hearing, just like we read, have their senses exercised, trained to know this is the voice of my daddy. The Bible says, my sheep know my voice. The voice of a stranger they will not follow. If you are born again, if you are a child of God, the Holy Ghost lives inside of you. You don't have to strain and strain and strain to get him to talk to you. You just have to spend time with him. Glory to God. How many of you hear God on a routine basis? How many of you don't? If you don't, this is an invitation by the lover of your soul. Come away with me. Come into the secret place. And don't be in a hurry. You know what many of us do? We get our Bible, we read it, and then we say our prayer, and then we run off. Somebody, God gave a revelation to Brother Sadhu uh, that he shared in one of his messages. The Lord took him in the spirit, and he saw a man, a Christian man. He, was, he got up in the morning, do, doing his prayer time, and he was praying, and he was reading his Bible. And he, in the vision, he saw the Lord standing by him, fellowshipping with him, even stroking him. 
in the spirit, stroking him and just saying, yes, I hear my son, I hear my son. As soon as she was done, in Jesus' name, amen. And then he packed up his bag and off he go. And the Lord says, see, that's what most of my church do to me. They rattle off their list and they never wait on me to respond back. They never wait for me to respond back. They are busy telling me their list, but I want to talk to you. I'm a God that speaks. I believe I'm speaking about the Holy Ghost. I'm a God that speaks. I'm not a mute God. I'm not a dumb God. I'm a personal God. I want to fellowship with you. I want to dine with you. Spend time with me and be patient in my presence. Be patient. So if that means you have to wake up a little bit earlier so that it doesn't affect your commute, do what you got to do. But if you want to hear from God, oh, oh, what a sweet, sweet, sweet fellowship it is to hear from God. His voice shatters everything. One word, something happened a few weeks ago. You know, I hear from God every day. In fact, many times throughout the day. Because I make a point to connect with him on purpose. On purpose. If I have downtime, it's with the Lord. It's with the Lord. So when you hear people always say, I hear from the Lord. Like somebody was praying for me earlier and he was telling me what the Lord showed them. It was a blessing to me. Glory to God. That's what he ought to be in the body. In the body. Everybody should show up with something the Lord has told you about you, about your family, about Global River Church, about a brother, about a sister over there. That's what it's supposed to be. For the manifestation of the Spirit is delivered or distributed for the profit of all. It's not confined to the fivefold ministry. Now, the fivefold ministry have a more routine manifestation of this gift, but it should be manifesting in your life. You are a child of God. You are not a third wheel. You belong in the family. So, God is doing his part. He wants to avoid tragedy. He wants to avoid all kinds of chaos. Oh, my God. Let me, let me quickly give us some... Uh, is anybody in a hurry? Give me five more minutes. Okay. Um, when we talk about revelation gift, we read it in 1 Corinthians 12. Revelation gift, word of wisdom, word of knowledge, discerning of spirit. Gifts that reveal something, that say something, that gives a revelation. Most of uh, the manifestation that I've seen so far, and I know God has spoken to me about certain things to come in the future. My, most of my revelation comes while I'm teaching, while I'm speaking to you. It just, it just comes out, and it just comes out. I, it wasn't something that I thought of. It's not something that I prepared. It just comes out. And, and I know it's true because almost everyone that I've given a word, personal word to, they confirm that it was true, and many times they are crying. Like the example I gave you, they are crying. Grown people don't cry. It's it, because what they heard is a picture of the heart of the Father for them for that moment. Amen? So don't ignore it. And because God speaks to you a certain way, don't say that's the only way he's going to speak to me. You are putting the Holy Ghost in the box. You have to be willing to allow him to speak to you. Diversity. Diversities. That's why the Bible called it a word. In fact, that, that word, the word of knowledge, can be a little bit misleading. But 
because the word is, for example, uh, before we went for the uh, men's retreat, I was having this pain on this side. And I've been learning that one of the ways that God will speak a word of knowledge is like uh, you have an empathetic kind of feeling of what that other person is going through. And I've seen it through Papa Yegin and many others. So I was having this pain. So I was asking God, is this my pain or is this a word of knowledge? And he didn't, he will go and then he will come back. He will go and he will come back. So the night before I will speak at the men's retreat, I was with the, with the men at dinner and I was feeling that pain again. While the conversation was going again, fellowship with the Holy Spirit. I was talking with him. I said, Lord, is this my pain or because if it's my pain and then I'll believe you to get rid of it. But then when I woke up the next morning, I had a bunch of words. In fact, I dreamt a bunch of the men at the retreat. We were in a cafeteria and everybody was excited and writing, writing on a piece of paper the word of knowledge that they received. And God is saying to me and to the church that this is going to increase. And that's why he wants us to teach on it. Because one of the tool, tools rather, that the Lord used in ministering healing is through word of knowledge. In fact, all of the nine gifts, they work together. They're in harmony. So a gift of faith might be in operation, word of knowledge in operation, gift of healings all in operation at the same time. Amen? So then, let's not sit down there and say, oh, that's for Bishop, or that's for Pastor Tom, or for Terry, or whoever. No, it's for everybody. It's for the body. Go and read 1 Corinthians 12 again. It's as the Spirit wills, but it's for everybody. In fact, I use the word individually. So you don't get it confused. It manifests himself individually. So everyone sitting here, and it doesn't take a super spiritual state. To hear from God. No, no. Remember Paul on the road to Damascus. Was he even born again yet? No, what he was seeing? He was seeing into the spirit. The Holy Ghost opened that realm unto him. And he saw the Lord Jesus. He saw a bright light. The guy is not born again. As a matter of fact, today, there are many reports that's not in, in the uh, secular news of Muslims and people from different faiths having a, an encounter with the living Yeshua. Jesus will walk into their room. They haven't said a prayer, a Christian prayer. So if God is doing that true with them, how much more you and I that we are in the family? So God is saying to the church, get excited, get ignited, be expecting. One of the ways you expect is when you are doing your prayer time. After you are done, don't rush. Holy Spirit, you are the spirit of truth. Speak to me. And just sit there. You might get a mental image. That's a vision. That's the lowest level of vision. I didn't know that for a very long time. You might get a mental image. You might get a word. You might, something might pop up. In fact, many times when we are praying, something will pop up in our prayer. We think the devil is trying to distract us. It might be, but it might be the Holy Ghost. So many times I'm praying, and then my Mahadi shows up in my thoughts. I know now he's telling me to pray for her. 
you have exercised yourself to know, you know, like, I don't know, when I was growing up, my parents, we, they, they've trained us so much that if they give you a highlight, you know exactly what it means. Am I right? If, they, if my mom scratches leg, a leg like you know, you better cut it out or you're going to get it when we get home. So you have to get to a place like that with the Holy Spirit. Just an impression is enough. Just a thought is enough. In fact, I'm being led again. There's a book that I read by Catherine Kuhlman many, many years ago. She had an, encount uh, an encounter with the Lord, a vision. In that vision, she saw three guys praying. And in one, he saw the Lord Jesus loving on this guy, just loving on him in the spirit. Say, wow, that's awesome. That's good. The second one, the Lord passed him by and just gave him a nod, a pat on the head. And then the third guy, God, the Lord just stood there. He didn't even say a word to him. And Catherine was like, Lord, the first guy looked like you loved him more than the other two. What's up? And he said, well, this one is a baby Christian. He needs a lot of encouragement. He needs my love. This guy has developed. So just a part is enough. This guy is my man. He knows I'm there whether he feels it or not. He knows I'm there whether he feels it or not. Because he has come to trust my word that I'm not a liar, that what I said I meant, and what I meant I said. So he has taken my word as gospel. So I don't have to touch him. Is this blessing somebody this morning? Doesn't mean he doesn't love him. It's a, it's a picture of their relationship. It's a picture of their relationship. So where are you this morning? Where are you this morning? Many times, somebody said, many times the Holy Ghost will show up with a red suit, with a, blow, a, a bow horn, and many in the church still can't see him. A red suit. I like red. Red suit with a bow horn. And many are still like, Holy Spirit, where are you? I'm right here. Where are you? I'm right here. You have, to, you have to take the word of God as gospel. That's the foundation of your relationship with him. So whether you feel him or not, thank God, you know, we've had many services, even this morning, where you can feel the palpable presence of God. That's good. But whether I feel him or not, I know he's there. Because his word said he's there. Amen? That's where God wants to mature to a place that he can trust you. Just a nudge, a touch, a, a, a wink, you know exactly what the Lord is saying. So I want to run through real quick because of time. I think I may have to come back to explain it some more. A word of knowledge is a fractional part of a sentence. Uh, let me start back up. Five more minutes, please. I, I will land it, I promise. How do we gain knowledge in the natural Someone tell it to us. Someone teach it to us. Like a doctor will go to medical school and they will teach him. This is how you do it. This is how you cut open the artery. This is how you suture. This is how you do. You learn. They show you, you learn. That's how you gain natural knowledge. Uh, a plumber, an electrician will do the same thing. They will show you. This is how you cut it. This is how you do that. That's how you gain knowledge. You can read about it. 
You can watch it. You can watch other people do it. One of the hobbies that I've developed during COVID was making clothes. They actually made a, a beautiful shirt. I think it's beautiful. But I think it's still, nah, piquito, not perfect. But I made a shirt, and I've worn it in this church. I watched the video. My mom was a seamstress. Entire time I was living with her, all of us, we weren't paying attention to her. Because I wanted to be an engineer, I don't need that. But now I bought a machine, I bought the material, the wools and everything. I made a dress, a shirt. And my daughter was even telling me that I, you know, promise coming up, dad, you better step up your game. I said, I don't know if I'm good enough to make a prom dress. We'll go and buy that. So my point is, when I first started, I didn't even know how to turn on the machine. So I started with that. I learned how to turn it on, how the machine works, how the settings work. I learned that. And then I learned how to begin to do some small, small things. And then I began to make you know, the, the, the patterns and all that, and I've made a full shirt. So if you want to see what the shirt looks like, text me. <laughs> Glory to God. My point is, you gain natural knowledge by somebody teaching it to you or you learning it. But when it comes to word of knowledge, it's an impartation of knowledge that you didn't learn. Something that supernaturally just lighted upon you, you just know. You just know that there's somebody here, you have cancer in the brain, you, you, the doctor said this, the doctor said that. That's a supernatural impartation of knowledge. Amen. So word of knowledge comes in all of these ways. A word is a fractional part of a sentence. A sentence is a fractional part of a, a word and a, a book and, a, and, and the, 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 the rest and go on and on and on like that. So what I'm trying to say is this. Let me just wrap up with this because time is gone. I don't like to rush, but I'm rushing now. Word of knowledge can come as automatic speech. It can come as impressions that you feel. You just have an impression. We think when God is speaking to us, it's going to be an audio inside. That's one of a thousand ways that he talks. So if you are always looking for audio inside you, you are going to miss the rest of it. You're going to miss the rest of it. You can think them. The Holy Spirit will just put the thought in your mind. The devil sometimes will put thought in your mind, but you know which one is of God by, is it peaceable? Is it lovely? Is it of a good report? If it's not, then you know it's the devil. You throw it in the trash and let it go. There are many people that are struggling with mental, prob mental dramas, if I can use that term, mental issues, because they, don't, they haven't learned how to cast down imaginations and every thought that rises up against you in judgment and bring it into captivity, every thought. Every thought that flows through your mind, you just entertain them. You bring out the plates, bring out the candies and you bring out the cookies and you have a party for two, three weeks. Why wouldn't you be depressed? You don't allow thoughts like that. You don't let it sit there because you bring it against Philippians. Whatsoever things are good, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report, think on these things. God tells you what to think on. If you follow what he says, you keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. Wow. It will keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. If your mind is always like a monkey, every thought that flies in, you just allow it to stay there, then the enemy will have an inroad. So the Holy Ghost will lead you to truth, not lies. So you might get it as impressions. You might feel them. 
pain in your body, pain that you know is not yours. Sometimes even depression, all of a sudden you feel depressed. And you're like, Lord, this is not me. Again, you have a fellowship with him, the Holy Ghost. They can come as words. They can come as numbers, alphabets. It can come in visions. I can tell so many stories of dreams that I've received, but we don't have time. An internal mental picture image that comes as a split second fleeting image. Uh, you can dream them. You can read them. You can be translated into it. In other words, the Lord would literally take you and you are there. Like somebody is here right now from another country and they are watching what's happening. Amen. So, but you have to be open, start with baby steps, the breadcrumbs, and follow the leading of the Lord. So, I'm going to pray right now because I don't want pastor to be mad at me. <laughs> I don't think it will be, but it's 12-11. I think, I think what the Lord wants me, because I didn't even lose my note for the most part. What the Lord wants me to do is what we have done. So, I want us to pray right now. You are going to tell the Holy Spirit, I know you are hearing me. And I know you, you are my guide, you are my teacher, you are my leader. What to do about that sickness? What to do about every situation in your life? It will lead you. And so I want you to pray right now. Everyone, nobody moving around unless you are going to the bathroom or you are leaving. Take a moment and ask the Holy Spirit, what's that number one, number two thing on your heart that you haven't been able to figure out? Well, it's because you've been trying to figure it out on your own. Why don't you tell the Holy Spirit, who's God? He knows the answer to every enigmas that may be facing you right now. Talk to him. And not only that, when you get home in your life, when you're doing life outside of church, make it a habit to pause and say, Holy Spirit, have a conversation with him all day. I know many of you are doing that already. But there are some people that this is foreign to them. They have not started doing it. So don't, don't say I'm, I'm saying something you're already doing. And if you're doing it, take it to the next level. And be open to another way that the Lord might lead you. And be open to another way that the Lord might guide you. Glory to God. Father, we just thank you for the activation of increase of word of knowledge, word of wisdom, discerning of spirit, gifts of healings, words of power in our midst. Glory to God. When I woke up this morning, I heard the word toe, big toe rather, big toe. So I don't know if there's anybody here that has something wrong with your big toe. And I heard the word left side. So I don't know if it's big toe, left side, left side, big toe, or two separate words. I'm going to pray over that right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, Anyone that has problem with their big toe or the big toe. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Big toe. Lord, I command that leg to be healed now in the name of Jesus. Because when you reveal, you reveal to redeem. You reveal to heal. You reveal to bring hope, bring restoration. So, Father, I command that leg to be made whole in the name of Jesus. If somebody has pain on the left side... I command that pain to leave now in the name of Jesus. If you don't step out of the boat, you'll never find out if you can walk on water. This is a word for somebody. If you don't step out of the boat, you will never find out that you can actually walk on water. Father, we just thank you for today. 
I pray for Pastor Tom, Pastor Jesse, and everyone watching from home, people that are sick in the home. Lord, I command their body to be made whole now in the name of Jesus. Healing, health, restoration in the mighty name of Jesus. Everyone under the sound of my voice that is going through some problem in their body, Father, I command healing, I command restoration, hope in the mighty name of Jesus. Remember the Holy Ghost is with you 24-7, 365. What an awesome counselor. What an awesome God. What a beautiful plan the Father has. You don't have to wait to talk to the pastor. Talk to the Holy Spirit. I'm not saying to talk to the pastor, but talk to the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. The next time I'll preach on this, I'll probably tell you some more stories. I, I, I prayed many years ago. So I said, Lord, I don't have any stories of mine. Give me my own stories. I've got many of them, many of them, many of them now. God is faithful. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. The service is over. <laughs> Glory to God. I want to invite the ministry team, if you can come to the front and make sure you're, uh, you're, you, are, you are listening to what the Lord might be saying to you because I believe God will begin to give us more and more word of knowledge. If you need prayer, please come. The service is over. Thank you so much. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus.